Hey guys, this is Nile and welcome to Greek Mythology with Nile. This is the podcast where I, Nile, crazy lover of Greek mythology, tell you more about it. In the last episode, we heard how Persephone was kidnapped by the god Hades and Demeter has finally arrived in a town called Elysius trying to search for Persephone. She has seen the queen. Now, let's continue with the continuing episode. It turns out that the queen meant it turned out that the queen's name was Queen Matenaria was there with her family and her household gods offering sacrifices to the gods in celebration of the birth of her newest son Demophoon. Anyway, when Demeter walked up, Queen Matenaria was offering a prayer to Demeter. Even in Demeter's desperate state of mind, that must have been sort of a rush. Somebody praying to her uh, when they didn't know that she was in the crowd. If it were me, I'd wait until the queen said, Oh, great Demeter. And then I'd jump out with a bunch of explosions and fireworks and say, You called? Probably a good thing no one has made me a god. At any rate, Demeter figured this was a good omen. She waited for the queen to finish blessing her new baby, who was very cute. As the crowd broke up, Demeter made her way towards the queen, but... Betanaria noticed her first. Old woman, called the queen. Demeter blinked. She looked around, wondering who Betanaria was talking to. Then she remembered that she was in disguise. All right, yes, my queen, Demeter said in her best old lady voice. The queen studied Demeter's face and her ragged clothes. Even in disguise, Demeter must have looked weary. After ten days, she didn't smell nearly as jasmine sweet as usual. I do not know you, the queen decided. Her family and retainers gathered around. Demeter wondered if she was going to have to turn into a hundred-foot-tall grain masker and scare them away, but the queen only smiled. Welcome to Ulysses. We always greet strangers, because you never know when one of them might be a god in disguise, eh? The queen's gods chuckled. They were probably thinking, yeah, right, this old lady is a goddess? Demeter bowed. Very wise, my queen. Very wise indeed. You need a place to stay? The queen asked. You require food? How may we help you? Wow, Demeter thought, she's serious. After days of anxiety running frantically around Greece looking for her daughter, Demeter was dumbstruck to receive such kindness. These puny mortals didn't know her form of from any ordinary beggar. Yet the queen herself took time to be nice to her. Nicer, in fact, than most of Demeter's fellow gods would have been. Demeter felt so tired and and emotionally spent that she burst into tears. My daughter, she sobbed, my daughter has been stolen from me. The queen gasped, what? This is an outrage. Handsome young man stepped forward and took Demeter's hands. Old woman, I am Triptolemus, the firstborn son of the queen. I pledge that I will help you find your daughter however I can. Queen Metanaria nodded in agreement. But come, dear guest, you are clearly exhausted. It won't help your daughter if you kill yourself with weariness and hunger while trying to find her. Please stay in my palace tonight. Tell us your story. Rest and eat, and in the morning we will decide best how to help you. Demeter wanted to decline. She wanted to keep going. Since she was immortal, she obviously wasn't in the danger of dying. But she was tired. These people were nice, and after ten days on the road, her filthy clothes were starting to sprout types of mold and fungus even the plant goddess didn't recognize. She thanked the queen and accepted her hospitality. After taking a nice hot bath and putting on some new clothes, Demeter felt much better. 
She joined the royal family for dinner and told them her troubles. Though she left out some minor details, such as being a goddess, she explained that her daughter had disappeared while on a day trip in the meadow with her friends. The woman who lived nearby had heard screaming, so it was clear her daughter had been kidnapped. But the matter was had no idea where she might be. The royal family brainstormed some helpful suggestions, offering reward, putting Persephone's face on milk cartons, stapling missing posters around town. Finally, Triptolemus had the winning idea. I will send riders in all four directions, he said. We will gather news and spread word of this abduction. Stay with us and rest a few days, honored guest. I know you are anxious, but this is the quickest way to reach the countryside. When my riders return, we will know more. Again, Demeters wanted to protest. She was worried sick about her daughter, and she couldn't think of a better idea. And she was grateful for this family's hospitality. Also, she could use a few days as rest. Since her initial panic after the abduction, Demeter's mood had started to shift to cold determination. In her heart, she knew Persephone was still out there, captured but unharmed. But her motherly instincts told her so. No matter how long it took, Demeter would find her. And when she got hands on the kidnapper, oh, her vengeance would be terrible. She would cover him in fertilizer, cause barley to spur from all his folds and laugh at his terrified screams as he transformed into the world's largest tea pet. <sighs> Demeter smiled at the prince Triptolemus. Thank you for your kindness. I accept your offer. Excellent. Goo, said the newborn child, Demophoon, gurgling contentedly in the queen's arms. Demeter gazed at the baby boy, her heart filled with warmth and nostalgia. It seemed like just last century, Persephone had been that small. Let me repay your kindness, Demeter told the queen. I am an excellent nursemaid and I know what it's like being a new mom. You could use some sleep. Let me take care of your baby tonight. I promise to keep him safe. I'll bless him with special charms against evil so he'll grow up to be a strong, handsome hero. I've never been a mom because I'm a guy, but I think I'd be pretty suspicious if some old lady of the street offered to watch my baby for the night. As you can probably tell, though, Queen Matinaria was a kind-hearted, trusting person. She felt terrible for this old woman who had just lost her daughter. Also, it was true that Matinaria wasn't sleeping much since the baby came along. I will be honored, the queen said, handing Demophon to Demeter. That night, the goddess rocked the baby by the fire. She sat... She sang him a nursery song from Mount Olympus like Itsy Bitsy Satyr and I'm a Little Cyclops. She wed Timofoon Nectar, the drink of the gods, mixed with his nuclear milk. She whispered powerful blessings to keep him safe. I will make you immortal, little one, Demeter thought. It's the least I can do for your kind mother. I will make you so strong that no one will ever abduct you the way my poor daughter was abducted. When the child dozed off, Demeter placed him in the blazing fire place. You're probably thinking, ah, she roasted the little dude? No, it's cool, the kid was fine. Demeter's magic protected him, so the flames only felt warm and pleasant. As Demophon slept, the fire began burning away his mortal essence, starting the process that would turn him into a god. In the morning, Queen Matinaria couldn't believe how much a baby had grown. He'd put on several pounds overnight. His eyes were brighter and his grip was stronger. What did you feed him? The queen asked in amazement. The mother chuckled. <laughs> oh, nothing special, but I did promise to look out for him. He is going to be a fine young man. 
At breakfast, Trip told him yes announced that his riders had already left. He expected news in a day next day or two. The matter was anxious. She was half tempted to keep travelling on her own, but she agreed to wait for the riders to return. That night, Demeter again took charge of the baby Demophon. She fed him more ambrosia and laid him down to sleep in the fire. In the morning, she was pleased to see that he was immortalizing nicely. One more night ought to do it, she decided. When she gave the child back to the queen at breakfast, Matanaria wasn't so thrilled. Her boy suddenly looked like a four-month-old rather than a newborn. She wondered what kind of magic Demeter was using and whether it had passed the safety test for babies. Maybe the old lady was sipping some kind of growth hormone in Demophon's milk. In a few days, the kid might have six-hour abs and six-pack abs and hairy armpits. Still, the queen was too polite to yell at her guest to throw accusations with no proof. She kept doubts to herself. Secretly, she hoped the riders would come back today and the old lady would be on her way. Unfortunately, the riders didn't return. I'm sure they'll be back in the morning. Then we should have more information, Triptolemius said. Demeter agreed to stay one more night. This time, when dinner was finished, she took the baby from the queen without even asking, just assuming it was okay. But Tenaria's heart hammered in her ribcage. She watched Demeter carry Demophon back to her guest room, and the queen tried to convince herself everything was fine. The old lady was harmless. She would not turn her newborn son into a roid-raging monster overnight. But the queen couldn't sleep. She she was worried that she was going to miss her baby's entire childhood. She would wake up in the morning and see this bulky three-year-old with facial hair running towards her, shouting in a deep voice, Hey, Mom, what up? Finally, Matanaria couldn't stand it anymore. She crept down to the hall. She crept down the hall and went to Demeter's room to check on the baby. The bedroom was open just a crack. Firelight glowed at the sill. Matanarius heard the old woman slinging a lullaby inside, but the baby wasn't making a sound. Hopefully, that was good. He was sleeping peacefully, but what if he was in danger? Without talking, she opened the door and screamed at the top of her lungs. The old lady was sitting calmly in her rocking chair, watching baby Demophon burn in the fire. Matanaria charged into the fireplace. She snatched the baby out of her flames, heedless of how much it burned her hands and arms. The baby started wailing, unhappy about waking up from a nice warm lack. Matanaria wheeled on Demeter, but ready to chew her face off, but the old lady yielded to her first. What are you thinking? Demeter shouted, rising from her chair and her fists clenched. Why did you do that? You've ruined everything. What's wrong? Triptolemus demanded. Arrest this woman! Matanaria shrieked churning her baby in her blistered arms. She tried to kill Demophon. He was burning in the fireplace. The guards surged forward, but Triptolemus held. Wait! Demeter frowned at his mother. Then at the old woman. He was smart enough to realize something wasn't right here. The baby was crying, but otherwise he seemed fine. He didn't look burned. The blanket even was cinched. The old woman more expirated than guilty or scared. What is the meaning of this? He asked their guest. The meaning, growled Demeter, is that your mother just ruined things for the baby. The old woman began to glow. Her disguise burned away and she stood before them as the golden-haired goddess, her robes shimmering with green light, her scythe glinting at her side. The guards dropped their weapons and retreated. 
or maybe they'd heard the story of Eric. The queen gasped. As a pious woman, she knew how to spot her gods. They met her. They met her. Yes, said the goddess. I was trying to do you a favor, you silly woman. A few more hours in the fire and your baby boy would have been immortal. He would have grown into a fine young god and brought you eternal honor. Now you've ruined the magic. He will simply be human. A great hero, yes, strong and tall, but doomed to a mortal life. He will only be Demophone when he could have been fully Foon. Foon the Great. Matanaria gulped. She wasn't sure if she could apologize or thank the goddess for what. She was so relieved to have her baby back safely, unburned and without hairy pits. She did that she didn't really care whether he was immortal. A great hero sounded good enough for her. Still, she didn't think she should say that to the goddess. I should have trusted you, Batanaria murmured. Please, great Demeter, punish me for my lack of faith, but do not harm my family. Demeter waved her current aside. Don't be silly. I won't punish you. I'm just annoyed. You've been helpful in my search and... Oh... Yes, that reminds me, Tuktalipman said. One of my riders just returned with the news. About my daughter, the Meta completely forgot her annoyance and grabbed the prince's shoulder. Tuktalipman wasn't used to being shaken by an immortal goddess, but he tried to keep his cool. Uh, not exactly, my lady. However, the writer says he met someone who, who met a guy in a tavern far to the east. This guy claimed he was the titan of the sun Helios. He was trying to impress the woman with the stories, apparently. Flirting with random women in a tavern? That sounds like Helios. Well, it sounds like most of the gods, actually. What did he say? Apparently, he was telling a story about your daughter Persephone. He claimed that he saw the abduction and he knew who did it. But uh, he didn't name the culprit. They got so excited and grass started to sprout on Triptolemius's shirt. Oh, sorry, but this is excellent news. I should have got thought to visit Helios sooner. He seized everything. She kissed Triptolemius on the cheek. Thank you, my dear boy. I will not forget your help. Once I reclaim my daughter, I will reward you handsomely. Triptolemius tried to smile but failed. He was worried Demeter was going to make him sleep in a burning fireplace. That's okay, really. No, I insist. But now I must fly. Demeter turned into a total dove, which was one of her sacred birds, and flew out of the window, leaving behind the very confused royal family of Eleusis. Well, guys, that's it for today's episode. Uh, I hope you liked today's episode. You can find me on Instagram at Nike. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Acast, Hopper Studio, and Breaker, Amazon Music as well. Please rate and review to your friends and family. It helps me a lot. You can message me on Instagram or on my mail ID that is Greek Mythology with Nile at gmail.com. Uh, you also have a website, Greek Mythology with Nile.hubhopper.com. Please check it out. Thanks. I love you all and bye.